0: Hello there. So I'm back now with the next Royal Rumble review. It's the Royal Rumble 2010 show kicks off with ECW title match, Christian against Ezekiel Jackson Uh, for the ECW title. Christian's the defending champion here. Interesting note, Christian had came back not long before this, so he just went to the ECW brand, but he quickly won the main title there. It's a shame they were never fully behind him properly, to have him a proper world title reign, but... Ah, well, this is consolation prize, I suppose, and he makes the most of it. Ezekiel Jackson was somebody they clearly had big hopes for, but they never really materialised. So this match was fine. It was his, okay, solid opener. <clears throat> Up next the, the Miz versus MVP for the US title. Again, solid match, quite decent. Miz um, retains, and this sort of spilt over into the Rumble match as well. Miz attacked MVP and things. The MVP caused business elimination and things like that. So, you know, decent enough match, two really good talents here. I would <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I would say that 2010 was definitely a breakout year for the Miz. You can see that he really came into his own uh later on in the year to get the money in the bank. He'd be the WWE champion by the end of the year. And you can sort of see the year was that the Miz just really blossomed. Help from that annoying guy from with a whoa garbage when he first came in, he was so unbelievably fucking annoying. He even had JBL like shoot talking shit about him as well on commentary. To to where he is now when he actually belonged in the main event scene, and you've done a great job. So, 2010 a real breakout year for the men's. Up next, we've got. The Randy Orton vs Sheamus for the WWE title match. This this match is a real clangor. It's dull. It's better than the match they had at Summerslam two thousand ten for the title. Because that match is utter shit. But just because this is better, it doesn't mean it's any good. This match is just really boring. You've got the finish with DB and Rhodes cause a disqualification, which starts the lead up to a legacy breakup. Yeah, this match just didn't really work, and you could see that they weren't really behind Sheamus as a world champion. It was just yeah, forgettable stuff, really. And uh, here's st- some st- stuff that you'd want to forget Mickey James versus Michelle McCool. Not necessarily this match, this match actually done quite well in many ways because mickey james wins in like 30 seconds which is great it was great comeuppance for the heels but uh, the whole build-up to this the piggy james storyline it was just horrible it was it wasn't good heel heat it was just unwatchable and it was just a bad bad angle with unfunny comedy and then, yeah, at least the match being 30 size was quite a nice thing. They got their comeuppance, and then all the other divas gave up a bit cakes and lay face and all that. But it was pretty bad, the whole angle. Whereas the difference between Alexa and Nia and their body shaming angle was much more mature and had a real dramatic edge to it. This was just horrible and childish, just really bad. But you know. It did lead to Mickey's last title reign, so here you go, some shine, silver lining from it. Uh, Up next, Undertaker versus Rey Mysterio, and speaking of last title reign, I believe this was Undertaker's last world title reign. You think you're Undertaker and Rey Mysterio, how's that going to work? The dynamics of that, this might not work. Well, it did, this is an excellent match. They get around it really well, so well worked. When Rey Mysterio gets his offense in, it doesn't look too unbelievable as well. It just works really well. Undertaker, of course, retains, but it's a great match. Thoroughly entertaining. Probably the best match on this card. So there you have it. And lastly, we come to the Rumble itself. Pretty solid Rumble. This Rumble is Probably one of the shortest ones, I think it goes about 50 minutes, when usually it goes an hour or just over an hour. I think there's reasons for that, I'll get into that later. The The real MVP of the early part of this rumble is CM Punk. He's doing his straight edge society thing here, when he's coming out cutting promos and everything. This is fucking awesome, this is so good. When he's like, like the great Kelly comes in and he's like, the great Kali, I can make you greater. It's like, great, Like Punk was on fire at this point in time. Uh, of course, you couldn't have had them do this the whole way through the rumble. So I don't know, but this—he was eliminated way too early by guess who? Triple H. How do you get yourself more over? I'm gonna kill your momentum. It's like Triple H comes in at like number eight, and then within a couple of minutes eliminates Punk. It's like, seriously, was there really any need for that? You know. You could have had Punk go a lot longer, especially as he was coming off a couple of world title reigns in 2009, but you made him look shit, to be honest. You didn't, you didn't need him, to be honest, cutting promos the whole way through it. That would have got, wouldn't have would work. It worked brilliantly at the early part when there was less people in, but you could have given him a much better showing, but, well, there's the brakes. Uh, you've got a swell there. Uh, speaking of the great guy, Beth Phoenix enters this rumble, and she eliminates... Uh, Cali, so that was good I like that bit uh, There's some good stories this year Like Shawn Michaels comes in As well uh, Shawn's desperate to get to the Undertaker again To get these rematch To break the streak and Of course he sees his Rumble win As, as the way of doing it Winning the Rumble as the way of doing it And then going after the Undertaker's title reign But of course Fantastic Even eliminates Triple H in this point in A great spot as well In here uh, we come to And when he gets eliminated, it's by Batista as well. But then you see him, he's grabbing on absolutely desperately. It's a great moment, and he goes apeshit, like beating up the referees. Fantastic stuff. One of the highlights of this show. And, of course, Edge comes out back at number 29. He had that terrible Achilles injury. But he, would, he had been tag champions with Chris Jericho before that. And then he goes right after Jericho, he started talking shit about him. Uh, and storyline on on the after he got injured, uh, eliminates him straight away, which, and that was a great moment. Great to see Edge back. You can sort of tell he's kind of rushed back because, when you come back, the most of the people have actually been eliminated by the time you get to the end, as well. So And the, the the ending sequence doesn't go on too long. That's probably done as a way to protect Edge. And it's completely understandable because I don't think he was 100%. I think they wanted him back to the Rumble so they could give him the Rumble comeback and the victory. And it was great and it was exactly the right thing to do. So there you have it. Interesting to note, this show took place on the 31st of January 2010. And this Sunday, 31st of January 2021, 20, 11 years to the day since Edge returned and won a Royal Rumble. I've already set up in my previous recording I did yesterday why I think Edge would be the perfect guy to win this year's Royal Rumble. And now with it being the anniversary as well, it's almost written in the stars type thing. He really would be perfect, but there you have it. The 2010 Rumble is a pretty solid show, to be honest, for the most part. It's not one of the best Rumbles, but it's got some great moments like the Shawn Michaels stuff, the CM Punk stuff. Uh, An Edge coming back to win completely the right call and of course as well the the excellent Undertaker Mysterio title match so there you have it, uh, the next rumble we will be doing, I'll be skipping th- through a couple of years and I'll be doing Royal Rumble 2013, definitely one to look forward to, we've got the rock and CM Punk to talk about there which is awesome, <laughs> so anyway thanks ever so much for listening and goodbye